everybody, welcome back to the Four Huntsmen. This is episode number five. And with us for episode number five is special guest Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> We're joined today by Johnny from Haunt Scene. What's up, guys? Johnny Bronto from Haunt Scene and uh Johnny Five, I actually that works. Can I can I just be just for this episode, perhaps the fifth Hauntsman? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't really flow. <laughs> All I'm thinking of is like Poochie from The Simpsons, and they brought him in to save the show. <laughs> I'm like a ringer. My plant needs me. I have to go now. <laughs> and with us, as always, is Nathan. Mm-hmm. We've got Drew. Hello. And we've got Paul. Hello, hello. So, uh, we've been waiting for Halloween Horror Nights news. And we finally got some Halloween Horror Nights news. Right? Back to Uh, back. Where do we start? Where do we start? Should we start with the good stuff first? Or the, I guess, bad stuff? I think... I want to I want to reference something before we even go into Halloween Horror Nights news. We're going to make you wait even longer for Halloween Horror Nights news because I need to acknowledge something. Crap, and I've already screwed it up because it's the wrong date. I was all excited to talk about this today, but yesterday, I thought it was today, while we were recording this, <laughs> is the 30th anniversary of the Monster Squad. Ooh. I was going to bring it up, and I was all excited. I'm like, we're recording on the 30th anniversary of the Monster Squad? No, we're not. It was yesterday. Oh, well. Way to go. You fail. I failed. Monster <laughs> Squad confirmed. There you go. You're, you're taken out of the Four Hauntsmen, and now Johnny yeah. goes in. <laughs> Johnny's in. Yeah, so that's <laughs> wow. Paul is stick. now the fifth Hauntsman. Yeah, Paul edits right out of this podcast. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I guess it's all downhill from here. I should just keep my mouth, keep my mouth shut. <laughs> so we did get some news over consecutive days from universal um universal was live on twitter i don't know if it was like saturday night or sunday night where um they kind of had their apology to the folks out there saying that uh you know all information would be released in good time but then kind of tweeted out a couple of teaser pictures so we got some pictures that were um probably less than impressive um you know with typewriter with red rum or murder depending on your point of view spelled out and some pictures from some of the other mazes there as well um i think it's kind of stuff that we had traditionally seen earlier in the season Mm -hmm. for announcements from their media team and i'm not sure what you guys think about that it was just to shut everybody up for a night (laughs) that's basically what it was you know friday night at 11 o'clock the only people who are probably reading twitter at 11 o'clock on a friday night are the same people that are pounding their keyboards every afternoon waiting for an announcement. <laughs> so I think they did it at the right time for those type of people. And I mean, like, it's always cool. I think that's something that their Twitter and social aspect of Universal has been seriously lacking lately, is that everything's been so robotic ever since uh, Mike kind of stepped away from doing the Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So it was nice to see that come back. But, I mean, you know, the past two days with all the new stuff, it's been right back to that same robotic approach though so it was like a one night only type deal i think it was mike 100 percent, it was mike unless it was just someone yeah. pretending to be mike which even 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 some of the language he used in the in the tweet about the passion and all that stuff that's mm-hmm. i like i could i could see him saying that you know yeah that's my, that. I that's my take so he, he just happened to be on site and he's like oh hey i'm, uh, I'm on the old twitter here and uh 
shut everybody up. And he was hanging out at home on a Friday night. He was just sitting on the toilet. He's like, you know what? I'm going to be here for about 20 minutes, so let me have some fun while I do it. I think he saw the bat signal. <laughs> the haunt so, signal. Um, interestingly enough, as part of those tweets, um, somebody had asked uh, for confirmation as far as would there be more IPs and you know what's the, the split, and they confirmed that there was a 5-4 split with IPs versus original houses. So, um, you know, leading into the next announcement or the next piece here, uh, we at least now know what four of those five IPs are. Um, so as previously announced, we have American Horror Story. We have Ash versus Evil Dead. The Shining, we'll no longer call it The Shining. <laughs> I see nothing but people repeatedly typing shi- uh, Shining. It's like the new Shining. definitely when people write defiantly. <laughs> yeah. I defiantly can't wait to do The Shining. I, the Shining, I'm sorry. I even screwed that up. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could defiantly tell who, who has autocorrect shut off on their phones, Wait a or, their, or their lives. <laughs> Shitting. What if? Wait, 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 wait. What if it's actually a treehouse of horror maze, but based off the Shinning episode? Confirmed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should make a Shinning T-shirt now too. <laughs> Who's your Shitting? <laughs> Oh, you mean Shining. Shut up. You want to get sued? (laughs) So we did get the fourth IP announced yesterday. Um, I don't think it was a surprise to folks, um, but they did announce Saw. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the worst thing that's been announced so far this year, but what do you guys think? Uh, No. I'm going based off my time on the West Coast where I think they did it three or four times. Um, I don't know how many times it's been done out here. I just, I don't know. I like the first movie. I haven't seen the ten sequels, but I just, I would have, I, personally, I would have rather just taken another, I don't know, made from scratch house and Saw. That's just me. I'm not big on the franchise. You know, I'm not big on the Saw franchise either, and I've seen all of them. So, you know, because I'm one of those guys who just repeatedly goes back for pain. <laughs> um so i saw all seven of them in the theaters and uh i but i remember the saw house i don't remember what year it was and someone can fill me in it was um, 2009 2009, yep, it was 2009. Yeah, that sounds about right um and so I, I remember that house that was in the jaws queue and i liked that house actually so i i would be okay with with seeing it again um you know brought to halloween horror nights i, I actually it's funny because i don't know if my I don't, I don't mean to sound cynical. I don't know if my standards have lowered, but I actually kind of likes the last couple of announcements between Ash versus Evil Dead and Saw. Like, I, I, I'm excited for both of those houses. I think they're both fun. That's yeah. the thing. You know, and I think, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead, I still haven't watched the, the, the show, but it is sitting there on Blu-ray for That's my start. availability. Yeah. Uh, but Saw, I, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You know, and I was hoping that it would be more more geared towards the movie that's coming out um, because it's really funny. And then if you factor in um, what I know Drew is going to expand upon here, it becomes really funny. Um, you know, <laughs> so I think it could be better than Krampus as far as fun factor goes. What do you think, Drew? Well, for me, I was always kind of when I thought that they were just doing Jigsaw, I was really against it. But I think 
that they're going to include some of the earlier movies, it definitely makes it more something that I would like to see. Because, like Paul, I did The House in 2009, and I really liked it. I'm a big fan of the first movie. I think the second one is pretty good. After that is where they kind of lost me. But, you know, Billy the Puppet is always going to be pretty awesome. The music that they use, uh, the main theme of that movie, is pretty badass. Um, and, you know, like you were just saying, we have that, we talked about it on this podcast before, which is how I saw it, is the living with Jigsaw video and the working with Jigsaw videos. Those are freaking hysterical. <laughs> so now, yeah. you know, as a group, I feel like we're going in there, like knowing that we're going to laugh because of those videos, you know, like he's going to be like, I want to play a game. It's like, well, I just want to take a shower, dude. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that's where my head is at about it. Um, but as far as repeating the property, I mean, if we really look at the past couple of years out, you know, American Werewolf in London was a, just a direct repeat. But the past two years, there's also been something that has happened, but it's been a couple of years and they're recycling it in a new way. You know, like we had Freddy vs. Jason. Well, eight years before that, we had Freddy and Jason in separate houses. You know, last year we had Halloween, which was a direct sequel to the original Halloween two years before that. So it's been a long time since Saw was at the event. And, you know, my whole thing was all year, so I can't believe that they're deeming this kind of a relevant property in 2017. But people are excited for it. So I think for them, ultimately, it was a good move. And what was once probably my least looking forward to property might be my most looked forward to right now, honestly. As crazy as that sounds, but I'm looking forward to it. I... I'm looking forward to it too. Uh, you know, I like the Saw movies. Um, I think after three, you can kind of scrap the rest because it just kind of spirals kind of out of control. Yep. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I have good memories of the 2009 house. Uh, bad. I had a bad night at HHN that year, but I have good memories of that house. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And, I, and I'm really excited about Ash versus Evil Dead. I've seen all the episodes. I just want to see the puppet. I am. That's all I care about is the Ashy Slashy puppet because that'll make my night. If they just have that in there, I'll, I will I will be happy. Plus, Saw is not The Walking Dead. So I'm that, just going to leave it at that. 150%. I literally just said that on my Inside Universal podcast. It's the same. Maybe not in terms of the numbers, of the same appeal, but it really goes to like that same audience of people, like the mainstream, like Facebook, like they see the, the video on Facebook and they become interested. It appeals to that group of people. Yeah. It'd be fun. You yeah. Know? I'm, I'm cool with it. That's the way I look at it. Could, could, could always be worse. Yep. Walking dead. <laughs> Kyle loves the walking dead. I watch the show. I'm just over the houses. <laughs> Fear the walking dead. <laughs> <laughs> No, please, Can't, please. Hold no. on, wait, wait. Is it? Does anybody actually watch *Fear the Walking Dead*? Still on. It is. <laughs> I, I'm wondering. Even after all this time, can you name more than like two characters? I can't. No. It's it's like generic girl, generic drug heroin addict son. I I, can't, I don't know any of their names. I, I know it takes place in L.A. and I think that's why I never watched it. <laughs> I watched yeah. one episode and I was like, man, I hope all these characters die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not a fan of that show. I watched three episodes and I had to just shut it off forever. Yeah. <laughs> then he just threw his TV out the window. <laughs> the, the next big announcement that came out today, um, which I think had been rumored for the last like year or two, um, you know, but finally actually um, made official today was that Bill and Ted 
will finally uh, meet the Reaper. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm if I'm overly upset. You know, I, I think my personal thought is that um, year after year, we've all gone to see that show and walked out of that show and said, "God, that was pretty bad." Um, it hasn't been really that great for a, a bit. Um, last year's show, especially, I, was the first time that I saw people booing and getting up and leaving because of the political content in the show. Um, so um, I'm sad to see it go because it's a staple um, and it's it's usually a fun thing to see, especially that, you know, the reason one of the main reasons that we went and I could even say for for my wife and daughter was to watch the you know, you had hot guys, hot girls dancing, you know, and you had some type of semblance of storyline. But. Um, it just really hasn't been that great, so that's that's my thoughts at least. Uh, I'm I'm pretty distraught about it. Not, you know, I don't want to sound overdramatic, but I mean, ultimately, there was one constant staple of the event for me. I, this is my 11th year going this year coming up. You know, every single year, and one of the things that made me really interested in going to Halloween Horror Nights when I was younger, besides. The first year I went was when it was Freddy, Jason, and Leatherface. That sold me on going. But I remember for about two or three years before that, when I wasn't too interested in the event just yet, but I remember seeing like bootleg videos of the Bill and Ted show back then. And I remember, you know, I was probably about 15 years old, maybe, thinking like, man, I would love to see a show like that be part of Universal all the time. Like, that's hilarious to me. So it was one of the things that I was really looking forward to when I went for my first time. And I've ne- I've always made it a point to see the show, usually multiple times, two or three times during during the course of the run. Um, but it just I feel like something is going to be missing. It's just going to be very bizarre to go, and Bill and Ted is not going to be there. You know, it eats up a ton of people. It's just I I can't I can't explain it. There's just something about a Halloween Horror Nights without Bill and Ted that just kind of feels like. You know, Magic Kingdom without fireworks or Epcot without Spaceship Earth. You know, it's just something that I always relate to the event. So for it to not be there, it's just going to be very, very bizarre to me. I like Bill uh, and Ted. <laughs> I like I the like characters, it. Bill and Ted. I like the, you know, the the, the humor. Um, the storyline has really not been that fantastic, I think. But yeah, I... I know I have enjoyed Bill and Ted in years past, but, um, you know, I took off, I think, uh, I took off 22 and 23 from going to Halloween Horror Nights, and I don't think I've enjoyed it for 24, 25, and 26. I could, um, I know there have been times where I've enjoyed it, but the last couple of years I've been like, okay, I think, uh, I get, you know, to Drew's point, it's a tradition now, um, you know, they're going to have to come up with something else. Uh, for for just for the sake of spreading out the crowd, because you can't just have one show, you know you're going to need something to to siphon out that crowd to go somewhere. Um, but at the same time, I I it the last I, and this is no offense to any of the talent involved in the show, the singing, the dancing, the acting, like none of it was was bad for me. For me, it, it came down to the writing, and I just have not enjoyed the writing in that show. I in in years nathan well i thought the uh hot guy dancer ratio <laughs> last year wasn't really on par <laughs> i thought last, i saw last year's all of once and um 
I pretty much fought anybody that mentioned going to see it again anytime I went. Um, but here's my question. Why can't they just put it somewhere else, like on that stage or make another stage somewhere? Why do you have to te- – just because the venue's gone, why do you have to get rid of the actual show? I think that's the thing, right? So, like, people were assuming that the show is going because the Fear Factor area is going. But if they wanted to, they could put that somewhere else. You know, exactly. The, the second show that was ongoing over where Beetlejuice was, they found a home for that, you know, albeit in the middle of the street. But, you know, they, they could have found somewhere for it to go long term. Next year's Halloween Horror Nights, I think, is going to be logistically challenged anyway with the um, Nintendo stuff going on, you know, off to the side in the back. So, you know, whether that stage was going to be there or not, if you got to spread the, the, the event next year over two parks or wherever you got to put things. They could have found a home if they wanted to. They could, you know, nothing's saying that next year that Academy of Villains has to come back either. They could have done Bill and Ted stand up, you know, general admission style, you know, over in the street, too. I think yeah. they just wanted to cut the cord and that show was it's, it's time had come. I mean, you got the T2 theater, the animal actor stage, the yeah stage outside Transformers. It's not like. But the problem is, is none of those none of those are gonna are gonna be there long term. Every every one of those things is on borrowed time, you know. Yeah, and soundstage. That's they the only other solution. Grades, right? That's the other solution. But if you're losing, so let's say you're losing. Well, Nintendo construction's going on. You're definitely losing the parade building. First of all, that's gone. The sprung tent. I'm assuming they're gonna like rework the entrance to another area over there. So you figure if if the fear factor theater is being ripped down and there's tons of construction over there it's going to be really difficult for them to have a house in that tent over there where chance was last year so you're looking at two locations that are gone for next year potentially and shrek is another one which there's rumblings that that might be going soon for another new attraction so you might be down three venues so naturally the thought is well maybe they'll just do it where it's in both parks and they'll kind of spread everything out a little bit but if they want to just keep it in studios, they might have to use even more sound stages than they do already, which would make no room for a show like that. My God, where's TNA going to go? It's bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still getting a Mario Kart ride, correct? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. I think that, um, you know, I'm going to use this um, comparison again with um, wrestling, pro wrestling. You know, last week we talked about it, or last episode. Um, in pro wrestling, you have what's considered marks, you know, or smart marks. You know, marks are people that are buying and everything. Smart marks kind of, um, you know, they they, they want to know, or they, they read the dirt sheets and they live and breathe the, the, the product. And I think there were a lot of smart marks here that were um, looking for the crowd to be overly sensitive or distraught by the fact that the show was gone. And I, I didn't see that reaction for the most part on social media today. I saw some people, you know, getting upset, but I think for the most part, everybody kind of said the same thing. The show was funny for a while. Um, it hasn't been funny in years and, you know, maybe it is time to move on. I, uh, I, you know, with Bill and Ted, I, it's it, like you guys said, it's, it's tradition. Uh, I, the, I'm thinking about going to Horror Nights next year, and then on last night, it's like, that's tradition is doing the last Bill and Ted show. I'm I'm that guy. I go and do it. And, you know, it's it's my yearly update to music and, and pop culture and that kind of things, maybe some things that I, I missed. And I've I've enjoyed it, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sad to see it go. But, you know, it is a little long in the tooth, and I'm just hoping they replace it with some other level of, like, comedy-type show, you know? Yeah. Um, where you can go and 
watch it. I, I hope they have something, maybe not necessarily Bill and Ted, but in the same kind of format, you know? Well, I think the only thing that could really replace it, given that stipulation, is live podcasting with the four Haunsmen, HHN28. <laughs> <laughs> live on stage. The you would never Haunsmen. see so many people walk out of a theater, than, right? than more so than Rocky Horror, than if they did that. Hold my beer. <laughs> I'd rather see Rocky Horror come back. Uh, no back. thanks. No thanks. Bring something Bring new. Back. Bring something new. For the love of God, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a new show, let it be something new and interesting. I agree. Yeah, I'm with Drew. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> the Monster Stage Show. Maybe they'll do uh, Beetlejuice. They'll bring Beetlejuice back. Beatles Maniacs. Yes. Beatles Maniacs. I- can I can I put in, interject something really quick? What would you guys think at some point if they did a Beetlejuice house? Is like the the dark comedy type house, you know, your Krampus type house. That would be awesome. I know Kyle would be all for it. I, I love Beetlejuice. Would... I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Right. Just put it out there. I think that badass puppetry in there, right? <laughs> Tim Burton can come to the park. <laughs> all right. So um, I kind of had uh, you know a. a brain lapse here when we started the show because we we introduced johnny and uh johnny's from haunt scene um i didn't spend the time like i had planned okay so you guys <laughs> should know we do actually come up with some type of an agenda for the show and no, no, I, I wrote it out and yeah. I, I still screwed this up so um, <laughs> we talked about we bill and ted we're good yeah <laughs> catch you guys next week right. i did i did want to um <laughs> talk a little bit about haunt scene and, and talk to Johnny about what he's got going on over, over by him. So you can give us a, a little introduction to the All world right. of Johnny Bronto. Johnny Bronto. Uh, yes. So I'm Johnny Bronto and I'm the host and uh, founder of haunt scene. And a couple of years ago, we started that as a YouTube live stream. So we actually have like, you know, video and uh, our first two seasons were growing. And you know, I mean, we were, I'm, I had to kind of teach myself video editing and, you know, XSplit and streaming. And, you know, I was just kind of, I don't know this, this last off season though, I actually had a chance to sit down, learn a bunch of stuff, uh, put a bunch of money into the show. So I'm really hoping that, uh, this year, uh, it'll be a little bit better. Um, I, I've also really kind of pivoted a little bit away from just doing mainly theme park stuff. Uh, cause that was mainly what we talked about was like horror nights and like Howl scream, that kind of thing, because I formed a pretty good, relationships, friendships with uh, the local haunt owners and, uh, you know, Chamber Terror, Ominous Descent, Shallow Grave, uh, among some of the other folks that work at the the theme parks. And I'm really kind of pro-independent haunt, you know, and and actually I didn't mind this little void of no announcements and everything because I do think that a lot of the other haunts took advantage of that. And that's really good because – there are so many people, and I know you guys know this, that will never ever do anything else. That's it. They're just going to buy their 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 frequent fear plus or their frequent fear ultimate or whatever, and just go to horror nights for forty five nights or whatever it is, you know. And uh, I really, I'm glad that there was an opportunity for some of the other haunts to kind of speak up because they're really cool. Um, I kind of fell in love first with the shallow grave in Winter Haven. We did that one uh, two years ago, the first season of the show. And it was like, I was like, oh, my God, there's more than Horror Nights. And uh, that's really kind of where the show's at right now. So hauntscene.com, if you guys want to, follow us on social media. I'll be giving away all kinds of tickets, all kinds of stuff. So that's my pitch. That's my that's like my <laughs> three-minute pitch right there. 
Yeah, you, you actually you, you just did a, a giveaway or you had like a little uh, soiree happening in Altamont, right? Yeah, yeah. Um we had uh we had um you know uh Melissa, the co host, she went to uh Supercon, so she was there and they had a booth for Annabelle and I guess it was a promotional company from Warner Brothers. And, you know, we we have business cards and, you know, she passed one out, you know, didn't really think anything of it. She got some swag. And the next morning I got an email from the person that she met and they asked us if we wanted to host a, a screening in Altamont. And, uh, of course, I'm going to say yes, you know, because that kind of, you know, helps promote the show. And I really wanted to see the movie. And uh, it worked out. It was like a win-win. <laughs> But then the gear started turning and I we actually the previous Saturday, we drove around for 11 hours all over central Florida, hit every major haunt in this area and got a bunch of coupons and in and, and, and things to give away more to manor at old town. They gave us 50 tickets to, to give away and we gave everybody like a little goodie bag of haunt stuff. So that was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Give, give those more to mirror manor tickets back. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question, no, no, real quick about Mortem Manor because uh, you know I did them last season. I did Mortem Manor, and I, and I, if you if you ask me about Old Town Legends, I was in love with Legends. I loved it. I thought it was it was, thought it was fun. I loved Dan Caro. Uh, it was a lot a lot of fun. And I, I will admit, the first time I went through Mortem Manor last season, I was not impressed, uh, and that might have been a lot of bias because I had I had gone through Legends so much. Uh, but I went through I went through Mortem Manor uh, about a month ago, and I was I was pretty impressed. They kind of have their own voice now, so if you haven't been to Mortem Manor, I wouldn't discount it too much because it it, it has it has greatly improved from what they did last year. And they're a nice group of guys. I mean, I got I I got to say that too. So, uh, but it was fun. I mean, what do you expect? It's a it's a year round haunt in a strip mall in Old Town. You know, you gotta you gotta put your standards. You know, there. You have to adjust accordingly, I guess. <laughs> they do have a bar downstairs, but they actually, sure. I think that the price that they charge is in line with what you might pay um, right now, at least for like Hollow Scream or somewhere in that range. So uh, that's, that's the one we went on, right? I'm not. We did Mortimer, go to, yeah, we did Mortimer's go to like uh, 10, 15 bucks. Yeah. If you went to it last year, that was, I mean, all the walls were empty. They didn't have a lot of theming up. You know, they were just kind of getting it up and running. Now the whole thing is filled out and it's kind of its own attraction. Now I I would highly recommend it's not expensive. I I would recommend to check it out again. Is there more than one guy inside of it or gal? I still think they're going with the standard, like two or three characters. And the way the haunt's built in the, they have got a bunch of like back passageways. So there's a lot of like combo multi scares where they can hit you from different angles. Um, but um, it was, uh, I was pretty happy with the, with the last, last time I went. Okay. Yeah. yeah we had, we had the, we had one scare actor when we went through. Yeah, I think I did. I think he had like an electric, like hedge trimmer or something. And it that was just like, working. Oh, he just waving it at you? Knee, knee pads, you know, that awesome. shot across the floor, and that was that was like it. But uh, yeah, yeah, trust me, guys, I would give it another shot. Cool. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. have to check it out. Maybe I'll have to have us out. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna do. I think the second week of September, we're doing like a haunt warm up where I would like to do Mortem Manor and Zombie Outbreak. So we might do an event if you guys are interested. Let me know. That'd be cool. Yeah. So. Uh, where finally, where where can folks find you, Johnny? Is there uh, we're, we're all over social media. Um, hauntscene.com, at hauntscene, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, uh, everything, Twitter. Uh, so you guys can follow us there. Uh, we're 
mainly geared through the show. So we'll start up September 5th. And if you go to www.hauntscene.com, uh, you'll see that we have links to the the live stream. If you want to go and see there, you can also see links to uh, our previous two seasons. Um, that's kind of where we're funneling everything. Now that I actually have a website that I'm proud of, because um, we had uh, Jake who joined Haunt Scene. He, um, he redid the website. It's actually like a legit website. It's way better than I deserve. But, uh, but it's really cool. I, I, I look at it, I'm still in shock, and it's been a month, and he, he, he really helped us out. So thank you, Jake, if you're watching or watching, listening. Yes. Uh, other than that, we'll be out every weekend in uh, September and October. Uh, we're do, we already have our calendar set. We'll be out doing haunts uh, all over the place. Um, in Central Florida, we're, we're thinking about taking a road trip up to Netherworld this year in Atlanta. Um, and I think we're slowly going to start, not not necessarily neglecting Central Florida, but I would like to do at least one or two trips a year and go do like, you know, Halloween Horror Nights West Coast, uh, go to Salem, something like that, and go to different pockets and have a little bit more to talk about than just this area and really open people's eyes as far as what's out there. Salem be cool. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, if you ever have any questions... Um, you know, reach out to us. We're really easy to get hold of. You can hit us up through Facebook if you want. Uh, and if you have any questions uh, about the haunts, I- I've done them all here, Central Florida. So, uh, so yeah, just just let me know. Yeah, I appreciate Excellent. you having me on the show. Yeah, yeah, we definitely wanted to to bring you in. You got a lot to offer. You are <laughs> you are the you are the name of the game when it comes to local haunts, and folks should know that. That's what I want. And I do more than just go to the park and take pictures of light bulbs. Um, <laughs> Damn it. That was my last three videos. <laughs> There's pumpkins Sorry. now. Hey man, it's 6,000 views apparently. But, uh, but yeah, no, we, I, I really, I re- I love the haunt community. I really want to, I really, really, really want to push people towards doing things other than theme parks. Uh, that's really the point of haunt scene at this point is to get people doing the independent haunts because they're local businesses. You have to support that, you know? Totally agree. Yeah. All right. End commercial. <laughs> <laughs> this segment was brought to you by. Manor. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about hollow scream um, hollow scream last week uh, they had a social media kind of uh, blitz at least one day um, where um, i thought it was kind of brilliant where they're attacking multiple um, facets of social media they told everybody on twitter to head over to facebook where they did a live stream to announce a new house and then they went over to snapchat yep. and they displayed the logo for the house etc but um, for those that don't know they announced demented dimensions would be one of the two new houses that's coming to hollow screen at bush Gardens, tampa this year every room in the house is going into a different dimension looks really cool yeah um nathan any thoughts twilight zone <laughs> and i'm okay with that i'm totally fine with that yeah, last year they had the puppets, and that kind of reminded me of Twilight Zone also. So maybe there's somebody over there that's really into Twilight Zone. Well, you got to go out this year, because next year they're turning into a Guardians of the Galaxy maze. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they also had announced Zombie Containment Unit would be coming back. For those that don't know, Zombie Containment Unit is kind of a fun maze. It, it, it usually has one of the longest lines, because I think that the setup for you to go in that house is a little bit more difficult than other houses. You need to get equipped with kind of like a laser pistol, and you go around and shoot the zombies so that they're not chasing after you. They hit like a pause uh, thing. 
I'm sending um, this one out. <laughs> Nathan's not a big fan of it. I, I love the concept of it. It depends, I think, when you go, how well executed um, the concept is. It's. It, I think it's. It's extremely awesome as a concept, but the volume of people that are waiting to go in and the speed that you have to go through the house um, kind of takes away from it a little bit. We didn't even wait to go in, right? Because we had the fast pass or the buffet fast pass. Yeah, the fry yeah. feast. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the first thing we did. We ran over there, and I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, I, I can do this. Yeah. And got in and came out, and I'm like, this is going to be the worst night ever. But then everything <laughs> went uphill after that. Everything else is great there. Yeah, well, you, you, if you do do the Fright Feast, you have to do Zombie Containment Unit first. It's just kind of an unwritten rule for Hollow Scream, because they don't, uh, I don't think there's an express pass for it. So if you miss that early entry window, good luck. Yeah, it, the, the line is, it's like yeah. Woodstock long to get into that house. Yeah, I've had to skip it before. So, so demented dimensions. Any thoughts on that house for me, Johnny? I wish there was more. You know, you guys mentioned Twilight Zone. I wish there was more sci-fi. There's so much good sci-fi horror stuff out there. Anything that's like, you know, Twilight Zone-ish. Uh, if you look at the logo, it looks really kind of Twilight Zone-ish. I think that was intentional. Um, I'm uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to dimension, uh, Demented Dimensions, even though it's going to replace something that I had a really soft spot for, which was Zombie Mortuary, because it's going to be oh, Zombie yeah, Mortuary's awesome. location. Yeah. So that kind of a bummer. You lose you lose something, you gain something. I definitely think that's the one last year I had the most fun in was the yeah. Zombie Mortuary. Yeah, I, got, I went through the house completely alone last year, like by myself, and they I think they had it out for me. So I got a really good uh, goodbye present from uh, Zombie Mortuary because how how often do you ever get to do a house by yourself? You know, yeah. I I absolutely love Zombie Mortuary, and I will say this: there's something unique about going through the house. The first time that we went through last year, everybody was on point, scaring. Uh, we have a problem sometimes with the the YouTube channel. It's not a, a problem per se, but I'd rather be scared first and then have like maybe a scare actor say hello, you know, after the the scare has occurred. But um, it doesn't tend to happen that way at Halloween Horror Nights a lot of times. Um, but um, at Zombie Mortuary, we went through one time, got all the scares, went through again. Then folks kind of, you know, did the out of character thing to at least say uh, say hey or something. But but it, it's one of the most tightly compressed houses, or it was, and yeah, chock full of scares. I love the giant rat in the house. And mm-hmm. Anyway, I will shed a tear for Zombie Mortuary, but I have faith in them that things will go well for Demented Dimensions based off of what they did with Motel Hell and then Unearthed the year before. So I Yeah, I'm with you. Um, the other house that's still coming back, Death Water Bayou. Uh, you know, <laughs> one of Nathan's favorites. Oh, I'll be ready this time. I love Death Water. I love the the I love the New Orleans style funeral. I love the voodoo room. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, if you it's touch so anything on the walls, they will yell at you. Just as an FYI. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Learn the hard way. Don't touch things. Um, there's one more new house that they're going to be announcing. And I think two more existing houses, if I'm if the math is correct. Uh, well, Unearthed and Motel Hall are coming back, and then there'll be one more new one. One more new one, and yeah. there's no more existing houses. Nope. Oh, Black Spot, the pirate Black one. Black Spot. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Sure. That's okay. what you got me for. <laughs> the real fourth Hauntsman, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, because I'm, this guy does his research. Come on. I'm still holding on to the title. <laughs> See if I make it to the rest of the episode. 
so um, there was also a tweet out there from uh, the social media team uh, today. But, you know, their hashtag for this year, I think, is nowhere to hide. Or I think some, something like that. Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. I think it's nowhere to hide. I think it's, no, yeah, it's nowhere to hide. Sounds uh, like a Van Damme movie. <laughs> Van Damme may be employed by Bush Gardens at this point. <laughs> um, Can I get you a refill? The, <laughs> yeah. the uh, video was the gentleman from social media team on uh, Cobra's Curse and kind of getting strapped in next to a zombie and having a zombie in front of them. And one of my all-time favorite things about Hollow Scream is the zombie bumper cars, but the rumor is this year that it, it'll expand to other attractions. So, Oh, ooh, that's fun. You know, if, if that's the case, I mean, that's sign awesome. me up. Yeah, Culver's yeah. amazing to me as a roller coaster. I love that ride. And, you know, what could possibly make it any better? Yeah. <laughs> I may have to go wake my wife up and tell her this right now. Because <laughs> she's asked me several times, like, are the bumper cars coming back? I'm like, yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> I need to do the bumper cars this year. Uh, it, it's it's one of those moments where you'll laugh so hard you cry. I'm usually I'm usually running through Hollow Scream, so I'm trying to get everything in before the Express ends for the Fright Feast. Um, <laughs> that, that, might be a, uh, that might be something I might want to do. I'm going to spend more time at the park this year. It's well worth it. I mean, you know, I think the last couple episodes we kind of stacked up Hollow Scream against, you know, HHN. And I think, you know, if, if Hollow Scream was closer, or at least if I was closer to it, I think I'd spend more time there than probably over at Halloween Horror Nights. It's the fun factor is just, I would, much, I think. It's getting there. I, I happen to live in Davenport, which is, uh, you know, towards kind of halfway between downtown Orlando and like Lakeland area. So um, I'm a little closer. And they're, I think they're doing the season pass this year. That's the rumor. Uh, I think they are going to be doing a season pass, so they'll do their equivalent of like a fright, um, uh, freak affair over there. I'm, I'm in Claremont if you want a carpool. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, just head right down 27, and then we'll just yeah. roll right there, man. <laughs> um, we know that there's uh, potentially a new show that's coming that hasn't been announced or a new event that'll be happening in the theater where fiends formerly was for their dinner show. Um, you know, the, the fright feast package. Um, we've seen posts online that, that fiends would be moving to Stanleyville. So it's moving away. So, uh, you know, I think kind of anxious to see where things shake out. Um, you know, I know that ticket deal for the 2999 is supposed to end tomorrow. I mean, we're recording this on the 15th. I think it's yeah. supposed to end the 16th. So, I imagine we're going to get the rest of the details for Hollow Scream after the ticket package um, push expires. Are they doing a, they doing a countdown? <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a countdown to a contest also. Sweet. <laughs> so, Smooth. <laughs> but that's uh, that's what's going on with Hollow Scream. Anything up by you, Paul? Any announcements for Bush Gardens Williamsburg? You know, it's all quiet on the Bush Gardens front since last week we talked about, or last episode, I should say, we talked about... Um, <laughs> Uh, I thought you were going to say it's all quiet in Virginia. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> 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 uh, current events. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, as far as Bush Gardens is concerned in in Virginia or in Williamsburg, Virginia. They haven't announced anything new for their Hollow Scream. I don't know that they're going to. Um, but then again, I said that a couple weeks ago, and they announced that that Axe Alley Scare Zone was happening. So. Uh, you know, some some stuff hopefully will be coming in over the next week or two. 
if if there is new stuff to actually announce. Uh, I mean, you know, if Switchfoot's going to be playing there on Friday and Neo on August 26th, but, you know, that, that, that's about as scary as it's getting right now. That's the warm-up tour for the 2018 Mardi Gras lineup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they did say that there is going to be a kid-friendly Halloween event. Um, I know we talked about that at Bush Gardens Tampa, but uh, there's going to be the Count's Halloween Spooktacular on Saturdays and Sundays from <laughs> October 7th through October 29th. <laughs> Nothing like the Big Bird's uh, family-friendly Samhain party? No. Yeah. Oh. It- now, Big Bird's not so frightening Sam Hain party. That was awesome. All right. I love that title. <laughs> but, you know, you had mentioned, uh, Johnny, you had mentioned uh, some local haunts. And I know there, there were a couple of local haunts we wanted to talk a little bit about today. Yep. So, Kyle, you had brought up Beast of Blackwood. Yes. Yeah, so, Beast of Blackwood, um, we actually, I, I spoke with Sam a little bit more. Sam is one of the creative minds behind Beast of Blackwood. Oh, nice. Uh, I actually just spoke with him again on um, Sunday while at the last hurrah for a great movie ride. So uh, he'll be coming in the next episode to talk a little bit more about Beast of Blackwood. Um, I think the best I can gather to, to say as a preview, they're opening September 8th. Um, they're haunted trail with 80s nostalgia, and it's kind of like an escape game meets a woods-based um, haunted attraction or, you know, haunt attraction. So... We'll get more information about Beast of Blackwood soon. I will be listening to that because I'm I'm very interested. Very cool. Um, Scream Again's back, so you know they've they've shaken off the cobwebs. I'm just inventing words. Um, they also announced that Infected Ground Zero is new for 2018, and that's another interactive or mark yourself um, house. Oh man! So the the funny thing about that particular house is that I believe that that's taking over the other kind of ground zero type house that they had last year. And I can't remember the name that they had for that, whether it was infected or whatever. That, yeah, that's where it was we were. on the left side. Yeah, it we were like running in that field. Ones. Yeah, we got separated from things. The, 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 the thing I, I can re- Yeah, I remember the most about that is that I, I smashed my head on the, <laughs> the, the overpass for where the stairs go down into like the basement area. Oh, I did, I did that too. We had to creep down. Yeah, I didn't creep. Yeah. So, um, that'll be the new house for this year. It's joining Blackpool Prison and Bedlam 3D is back. Um, the Haunted Trail Dead Woods, the, the amazing Hayride is back. So, um, that actually opens the week after Halloween Horror Nights opens. So, I'm hoping to try to get a trip in to Scream Again like on a Friday and head over to Hollow Scream for that Saturday if it's at all possible. So, we can report back to everybody how awesome things are. Um, what did, you made it out to Scream Again last year, Johnny? Oh yeah, yeah. I've done Scream Again uh, both years. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, they're, you know, I it's first year. I think they they were just kind of finding themselves. I don't you know, I remember when they first announced their tickets. They were like way too expensive, uh, but I had fun. I loved. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the prison house last year was one of my favorite houses like of last year total. Yeah. Uh, it was very scary. I do not want to be in a prison uh, ever. you know it was i did the interactive one and i was the only person in the group that did the interactive part of it man they uh yeah it's uh yeah i'm I'm good it was fun but i'm looking forward to this year i i think um i think i'm gonna go out in early october the first week the first thursday in october i believe i'm going out very cool it'll be fun yeah Yeah. the interact 
the interactive piece alone at those houses is it's it's worth it's definitely the money. interactive. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. And going back to that new house, like where whatever I can't remember what it was called last year, but the infected house last year. All I remember is like we got split up as a group, and I know I was walking with my wife, and I believe with Nathan's wife. And we were in that area with like the sheets and some guy came screaming at us that he couldn't find his way out. And a chainsaw guy was chasing him towards us. And it was like <laughs> kind of legit felt like you were in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something, you know, and you're like walking one way and you're obviously going the wrong way. So it, it was it was awesome. Um, Shallow Grave is back. And I'm going to let uh, Johnny kind of dictate a little bit more of the conversation around Shallow Grave and Ominous Descent. And okay. I'm very familiar with them. I am. I am. Uh, Shallow Grave is coming back this year. They're making uh, some slight alterations to the Pavern Nocturnus house that's keeping the same name, the, the which is the house on the right when you guys go. Uh, the house on the left, though, the the Betrayal house, uh, that's, that's going to have some significant changes. I think they're redoing about maybe a third or so of the of the haunt. Um, I was there last Saturday to see the new finale, and I, I know what it's going to be. And it's it's something other haunts haven't done before. Um, so I I would highly recommend to put Shallow Grave on your list this year. Uh, very very important that you guys do that one. It's it's been consistently one of the top rated haunts in uh, Central Florida. I, I would definitely put Shallow Grave, especially if you've never been, go this year. They've got a new uh, pass called Feargasm, where you can. <clears throat> I know, right? You could pay one price, and then on select nights, you could have unlimited re-entry. And the, the cool thing about Shallow Grave is it's so detailed, you're never, ever going to see everything in one go. So having the ability to go through multiple times, I think, is going to be a real benefit to them this year. Uh, but Shallow Grave is 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 awesome. Joe Phillips is is haunt savant, man. He just effortlessly does uh, effortlessly does his, his haunt work. It's super detailed. Um, I actually went and saw Annabelle with that group on last Saturday. I saw it a second time. So, uh, but Shell Grave definitely put it on the list this year. Uh, Amos Descent, Amos Descent's a, a new haunt in Bartow. It's about 20 minutes away from the Shallow Grave. So it's in the South Lakeland area. It's in an old, uh, like an old uh, USDA uh, slaughterhouse type thing. The location is super creepy. And uh, one of the cool things about Amos Descent this year is I did get a chance to basically kind of watch that haunt come up from the ground. Uh, which is a very unique thing uh, for here because, I mean, how often do you actually get to see the construction from walls all the way to what it is now? So they're going to have a haunt out there. I would highly recommend to do that one as well. Uh, Eric Chatter's super cool. Uh, they're going to have all kinds of community stuff going on out there. Uh, so keep an eye on Amos Descent. You know, if you go to shallowgrave.com, omnisdescent.com, or just Google them, you can find them. Uh, kind of the third one in that trio is going to be the Chamber of Terror in Tampa. Uh, that, uh, that's going to be the one on the ship. If you guys, uh, you may get a chance to do that yet? No. Okay. Do you like being scared? Do you like it when people <laughs> jump out at you and scare the crap out of you? Only if there's 40 people in front of me. <laughs> no. Uh, they do. They own all these. What's really cool about these independent haunts is they post the line. So mm-hmm. unless the unless the group in front of you is super slow or just scared out of their minds, uh, it's hard to catch the group in front of you. Uh, I have to say about Chamber Terror, out of all of the haunts that I did last year, and keep in mind, if it was a haunt here, I did it. Uh, out of all of the haunts, I think Chamber of Terror got me more than anybody because you're on a ship and it's got a million portholes and thresholds and doorways and you're going up the weather deck and down in the ship and you're up and down all over the place. And you think, you, you know, you were so trained to go through theme park haunts, you know where the scares are going to come from. Uh, in Chamber of Terror, 
no, they're they're going to get you. I I think Courtney said that he had about fifty characters last year, or maybe more. I would probably say at least two thirds of them got me, and that's pretty big. So if you'd like to be scared, uh, go to uh, go to Chamber of Terror. Uh, you know what's cool is about Shallow Grave, Amos Descent, Chamber of Terror. They all have like their own little voice. Like you, they all feel different, which is pretty cool. Um, so I would I would definitely put those on your list. Uh, I haven't been out to Sir Henry's yet. I've done a walkthrough a couple times there. Uh, I think that one's going to be awesome in the dark, and I hear good things about it. Uh, have you guys ever done that one before? Mm, no. I'll put it, yeah, put it on your list, and there's all kinds of other stuff to do. You know, you just kind of, kind of, kind of look for it. Um, yeah, we we looked and we found like some really crappy places last year. So. Yeah, I mean, I I. I don't want to be a haunt troll. I don't ever want to be put in a situation where I have to like, you know, trash a haunt. Uh, so unfortunately there were a couple last year that I, I, I didn't feel like I wanted to mention on the show uh, because I don't want to be put in that situation, but I encourage everybody to go and make your own decisions. Uh, you know, that's probably the the best thing to do. Uh, but I, I'm really excited about this year and, and I can't really go into detail, you know, when I know some of the the haunt owners and they've actually become some very close friends of mine, but I don't really think we're ever going to have a haunt year. Like we are this year in 2017. It's, I, I it's never going to be like this again. So if you guys have never gone out to do the independent haunts, you have to make sure you get out there this year. It's very important. Um, I can't really go into detail, but the landscape of haunts is going to start to change uh, after this year. And I can't really, go into detail beyond that but this is the year to do stuff get out there and, and support local businesses and commercial <laughs> support everybody, <laughs> everybody. it's just i've really fallen in love with the independent haunts they're they're all really cool they're all really good people i mean even a petrified forest um you know, uh, Sir Henry's, I, I consider like Mortem Manor and, and Zombie Outbreak, I just throw them in there just because, you know, if you want to do something different, go do something different. You know, there's all kinds of uh, never ending nightmares. One I haven't had a chance to do that one's going to be in your neck of the woods over in Claremont, Coe area. Uh, so uh, there's stuff you just have to kind of go and, and look for it. And after you find one and you have a really good time, like I did when I went to the shallow grave the first time, you want to do more. So I would I would recommend it. Yeah, I've been out to Petrified Forest every year. I think that we've lived here. I, I, I love that haunt too. It's it may be a little bit more um, less involved as other places, but it's it's always fun. Well, Johnny, you mentioned that you had seen Annabelle for the second time. I did. So you know, uh, I saw it. I think Kyle saw it. I don't know Nathan or Drew if you guys saw it. I did not, but I've heard that it's awesome. It was so good. Uh, it's I, I've seen a lot of horror movies because, uh, uh, you know, in addition to the haunt stuff, you know, we're going to start to branch out into the, some of the horror stuff. And I have to say Annabelle creation was probably one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Like it just it got me, you know, if you if you don't, you know, if you don't like creepy dolls and all that stuff, you know, it's it's going to get you. I saw it a second time, which is unheard of for me. Uh, because I typically just see movies once in a theater and I make the decision whether I want to own it or not. I saw Annabelle twice and it totally holds up, even the second one. You're going to notice more when you go and see it again. And make sure you stay through all of the credits, not just the first little teaser, all the way to the very, very bitter end till they Correct. kick you out. And thankfully, yeah. the, the credits are, are short. It's not a Marvel movie. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there there is something worth waiting for. Uh, I was excited for Annabelle creation. Um, you know, I didn't, I don't love the first Annabelle. 
And quite frankly, I only like the first Conjuring. I don't really like the second one. Uh, but I was still looking forward to this primarily because of the director, uh, David Sandberg, mm-hmm. who uh, also his directorial debut was Lights Out. And I really liked Lights Out. Um, I, I was I was super impressed with that. And uh, apparently so was Warner Brothers because the guy's been signed up to do a Shazam movie uh, for 2019. Um but I, I saw so I, I was looking forward to this and I got to say, I really enjoyed Annabelle creation. I thought awesome. more than just jump scares, which it had plenty of, yes. it definitely had a good creep factor, goosebumps, tension to it. Um, you know, old school horror film. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to let Kyle talk here in a second, but I, I will say if I had one qualm and you guys are going to hear this every time we talk about a big budget horror film or at least a medium budget horror film is that I hate when they go the CG route with the creatures um, or when they show too much of the creatures because, hmm. uh, you know, there are spoiler warnings on, but there are a couple of moments in uh, Annabelle creation where they show um, a creature, like an actual creature, a demon. And um, every time they did it, it just took me out of the moment because it was just like well lit and clear what the creature was and that it was CG. And I was like, eh, I just, I just don't like that. And I have the same problem with Insidious. I have the same problem with Conjuring. It's just a, a thing that, that I don't care for. I prefer more shadows. There's not yeah. many uh, working demons in Hollywood lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like The Rock. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. You know, here, here's the weird thing about that is, um, like, when I saw Mama, you guys remember Mama from two years ago, a couple years ago? Yeah. yeah. I actually really liked that movie. And that guy, the, the Mama character... Uh, was that's actually a guy like there there are some of those that i think you'd be surprised that some of those are not all cgi like the the crooked man and conjuring 2 that was a dude um i think the and i know what scene you're talking about in annabelle i think that's just that the same guy it's that creepy really tall wiry guy and if you watch like the making of uh of uh, mama you'll uh why why does it feel weird when i'm saying mama i don't know but uh it's just I, like am i like i don't know i don't know why it just feels weird coming out of my mouth but uh but yeah i think a lot of that stuff is more practical than you than you think i don't really know um how much cgi was in those uh some of the scenes but uh, I I have to wait till I see the making of because because I, I had the same opinion about like the Conjuring two and uh, Mama but when I watched the making of I was like wow that's actually a dude so yeah and maybe for me it's just more showing the showing it um, right. you know making it clear what the what the demon looks like instead of keeping it more ominous in the shadows right I got one question for you guys did you guys see uh, Ouija two yes. I did. It's the same I, girl. I, yeah, it was Lulu Wilson. I was really shocked about that. Uh, and, and and I and I tweeted this. It's like Ouija 2 and Annabelle Creation, which is Annabelle 2. Those are like way better than the prequels, the ones that they did before. Um, they're like they're like those rare superior sequels. So I'm I was really happy with uh with Annabelle Creation and Ouija 2. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because yeah. that first Ouija film was 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 wicked bad. Um, yeah. I I really didn't care for that first Ouija film. Yeah. Plus, that girl is going to be like the rock of horror movies now. Right, <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I like the movie a lot. Annabelle uh, Creation was very scary. We went to go see it in the Dolby Theater where the seats shake, and it it's so deafening loud to begin with. So like, um, it was it was fun to see that movie with the crowd because we went to like a packed house and yep. the, the people were screaming at the at the screen and talking back and. 
you know, it, it's it's a different thing than watching it in the house and you know getting the different vibe so I, it was great all i could say is i love looking over at jess she was trying not to look at the, the screen sometimes and, <laughs> you know it was it was great yeah when i went and saw it for the second time i was really happy with the the audience aspect of it because people were having fun with it you know it's not a movie you you some people just have to talk their way through those movies because they get so nervous or scared but it's kind of fun to watch yeah, yeah. Well, should have been a house should have been. Oh my god! I want an animal house. I was thinking that the whole time I was watching the movie. I'm like, why is this not a house? Yeah, maybe, like next year. maybe next <laughs> exactly. year. Well, speaking of movies that should have been houses. Yeah. Right? So actually, one of the big things before Annabelle creation, I think this was probably, I think it was the same in every theater, but we got a extended sneak peek at it. Yes. The theatrical release. Um, you know, and it was the entire scene of the boat going in the sewer and. Um, you know, Pennywise talking. It, 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 it's it's really super creepy, and it got me. You know, the hype meter was was off the charts after uh, watching that scene. I agree, hundred percent. Can't wait. So, you know, I I I was just looking it up to, for this conversation. You know, that movie is two hours and fifteen minutes long. Like it, that's a that's going to be a, a two hours of scary. I'm looking forward to that. You know, yeah, most horror films are like your your ninety minute. Yeah, and it's, and it's going to be part one. I mean, yeah. I believe they're doing uh, uh they're going to be it part two. So it's a big book. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Nathan was talking about uh, how this would make a good house. And, you know, there is uh, a video and I'm 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 going to plug another video um, that I saw on YouTube from Inside the Magic that they went to, I guess, some type of press media thing. Um, for the opening of this it experience out in California. And so they have video from inside the house and they don't give away too much. I don't know if they, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm genuinely not being mean here. I don't know if the camera guy wasn't good or if they were intentionally asked not to show certain things because there are certain things that just feel like they're off camera. Um, but you, you still get a semblance of the house and it's like an accurate representation of the house from the movie where, where Pennywise lives. And I, I think it looks awesome. I would love to see that somewhere else. Cause they, I mean, it's multiple stories. Like I think it's three stories. That's yeah. awesome. It looks amazing. And of course it's over on the other coast. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, you did something awesome. I had a sandwich today. It was great. It reminded you of Pennywise. Fast forward a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I played the, uh, or yeah, the VR tech demo came out and then I, um, it's technically not on PlayStation VR, but if you have the jaunt app, which is kind of a VR media app, it's kind of like YouTube, but for VR headsets, um, you can do it in full 3d 360. So I did that today while some people just watched it on computers, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it was scary for five minutes. Um, I had no, I didn't watch anything going in and literally that clown um you get face to face with them several times and I, I, i'm looking forward to it i'll have to try that i got one of those uh headsets that you can put your phone in i'll have to check that out it's on yeah it's on there too um it's pretty much on every you can stream it on everything but uh yeah it's about five minutes it's on rail so it's moving for you but it um a couple times requires you to kind of turn around to see where he is and uh i mean literally the first minute and a half you're, you're walking down the street in the rain you go to the sewer drain you see him face to face and it's like he's right there i mean he's nice. like literally just looking at you and then the rest of it you're in the sewer 
and it's just a lot of lights go out, lights come on. He's right in front of you. He disappears. A lot of balloons. And uh, yeah, now I'm looking forward to it more than anything now. I'm going to have to record myself doing that tomorrow. Look like a complete idiot. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. I listen, hey, listen to you guys every fantastic. week. So. For sure, man. Thanks uh, for joining yeah. us. Yeah, no problem. Keep it up, guys. I, I'm really looking forward to the, the uh, Beasts of Blood something. Beast of Blackwood. Really looking forward to that next week. Yeah, we're going to find us some more information about that. Nice. As long as we don't get canceled ahead of time. <laughs> the network's coming down hard on us. <laughs> well, that nonprofit. <laughs> so I think we reached that point in the show. If we have any plugs, Johnny, anything by you? Uh, you know, uh, I'm a huge fan of Shelby Denim Art. Uh, she did a great uh, GMR, great movie ride shirt. Uh, she she's an amazing artist. Check her out. Uh, if you just look up Shelby Dinamart on Google or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, she has a store. She's doing all kinds of shirts. Uh, um, really want to promote her because I'm a big fan of her. She actually designed the ghost for her haunt scene, so I, I can't plug her enough. That sounds weird. Uh, I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't promote her enough. Uh, but yeah, check her out. She's she's great. And if you're listening right now, thank you for everything, Shelby. That's all I got. Excellent. And do do independent haunts. Damn it. <laughs> Nathan? I second the Shelby. All right. Two Shelbys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Drew? Well, I guess I'll be the selfish prick of the group and say that <laughs> uh, we should have a new episode of Inside Universal coming out uh, maybe the same day that you're listening to this. Um talking about Saw and Bill and Ted, and of course, as always, my Tee Public store, which has two new designs now. Uh, I really like those shirts. You yeah, did a great th- job with those shirts. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Two uh, Bill and Ted uh, tribute shirts. So, tpublic.com slash user slash drubov. D-R-U-B-O-V. Paul? All right. Well, what I'm going to do is I, uh, I'm going to plug a, a horror movie I saw last week. Um, we're not sponsored by them. I wish we were. Uh, so I saw the autopsy of Jane Doe last week and, uh, so you know, good. yeah, it is so good. And, and I had heard good things about it, but you know, I, I'm typically not a guy who buys into the hype, uh, especially when it comes to horror films, because I've been burned so many times. This one is genuinely good. Has Emil Hirsch, has Brian Cox, um, just a really really fantastic movie it's available now on blu-ray i don't know if it's available streaming anywhere but if you can get your hands on it definitely watch it the autopsy of jane doe how about you kyle um as far as plugs i could have plugged shelby i'll say uh shelby does amazing work she did our channel artwork also um drew is also equally amazing he's done channel artwork for us as well as pretty much all of the graphics that you've seen out in the parks on our on our shirts to date so both of them excellent resources uh, especially if you're looking for any type of designs uh, for your sites etc drew is the man to talk to thank you um the the other thing to consider two things uh don't look directly into that solar eclipse next week and <laughs> If you are heading to Bush Gardens for Hollow Scream, consider going to Cigar City Brewery. Uh, it is very close by. They have excellent pumpkin beers as well as other beers. They have tours of their breweries, etc. We're not sponsored by them. We're paid by them. I just love their products, so you can check them out. They are close to Bush Gardens. If you like beer, you will like Cigar City beer. And I think that are that is it for my plug. Hauntscene.com. <laughs> <laughs> one last one for me. <laughs> all right gentlemen well episode five in the books we did it 
The Empire Strikes Back. Now Rob Lowe cancels us. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) Just this year. (laughs) (laughs) See where that gets you. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.